Hey there. Welcome to the in-between. So glad y'all could join us today for uh, week three of the Advent of yes. 2020. Advent season, I guess, of 2020. Um, where but we're talking about... Sunday's the fourth. Oh, sorry, fourth. Fourth. Yeah, fourth. fourth. We just finished fourth. the third, yeah. Sorry, my bad. I don't know how you count that, though, when you say how many weeks of Advent. We're in the third or in the fourth, I don't know. I guess we're in the third right now, but we're we're going to talk about the fourth uh, Sunday of Advent. That's right. That's what We've we're here for. We've lit three candles. We've lit three candles. That's right. I guess there are four weeks and five candles, so mm-hmm. anyway. Thanks for starting us off so clearly. And here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Just, just killing it. I'm, 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 I'm all to pieces when Colson's not here. I have no idea what I'm doing half just the time. randomly pushing buttons. Just randomly pushing buttons. But, um... Yeah, we're going to talk about joy, or not joy, that was last week. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's not it's going well. A swing and a miss. <laughs> Strike two. I'd start over again, but I don't think it'd be better. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about love. Love this time. Love and I Mark. It was hope. I was hope again this well, it's, week. Well, it's hope every. It's right. always hope. Always hope. Always hope. Um, we're going to talk about love and Mark. Yep. Um, after last week was joy and Matthew. Just trying to get my bearings. Don't mind me. Um, and it's a little, you may, if I, honestly, I don't know. Um, so please come tell me if you've, if you've actually been trying to like read ahead on any of this or anything like that. But if you, if you open up your Bibles right now, pause the, pause the show, go uh, get your Bible and open it up to Mark. You may look at the first couple chapters of Mark and be like, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> Why are we talking about Mark? Because there's no baby Jesus. There's no baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. And what is Advent if it's not baby Jesus? Little, little seven pound, <laughs> six ounce baby Jesus. Um, no, it, it's the divine inspiration. It's not not there. You're not claiming that, are you? No, I don't. I don't know how big Jesus was when he was born. Sorry. Um, gosh, that'd be an interesting study. I don't, I don't know why I'm going there with my brain. Never mind, just keep going. Um, yeah. So if you open up to the Mark one, you're going to notice that there's not um an account in Mark of how Jesus was born or where he was born. Um, it starts immediately. Um, with John. Yep, John the Baptist. Then. Eight verses, John the Baptist, then the baptism of Jesus, mm-hmm. really in three verses, and then immediately into the temptation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and that only is then two verses, and then so we don't even get to verse 14 of chapter one, and then Jesus has already started his public ministry. Mark's yep. like the cliff notes, you know? It feels that way sometimes. It's, it's like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hit some high points and... Right. If you if you need the gospel in a short in a small package, look at Mark. Yep. Yeah. There de- there definitely is. I mean, even even a lot of commentators have made mention of uh, of Mark's limited vocabulary uh-huh. when he when he talks about this. He, he also has this weird kind of like transliteration from Latin that happens in his okay in his, but it reflects like a very uh, I guess a contemporary style of the time which was very fast moving, mm-hmm. 
like mm-hmm. very rapid, mm-hmm. um, like almost like this should be read as like the action movie of the gospel. Like mm-hmm. there's just like bam, nice. bam, 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 move there's, on to the next. Is there, is there a car chase scene? <laughs> yeah. It's close. Yeah. In order to get from some of the places that they apparently went immediately, immediately. according to Mark, they would have had to be moving quickly in a car. Booking yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and immediately. So yeah. So there's this like forceful. They went up. Vigorous. Wait, that's Matthew. Like style of just moving on from event to event to event mm-hmm. to event. That's I think just really interesting. Yeah, but. I was I was taught the theory. The theory of one of my professors was he bought the idea that that Mark is writing Peter's notes or maybe even Peter's sermons. That this is that Peter is teaching through the life of Jesus. So and this Mark is, is all of P- Peter's ADD. That's exa- he actually said this is form. and what what Matt Mark did is he would connect all of Peter's stories with the word immediately. That essentially you have like, Peter 40, tells a story. 41 times. Yeah. He uses the word immediately 41, 41 times yeah. in his in, gospel. In, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. some of those, they didn't happen immediately. Not by our standards, no. It's no. just, it was, but but it was the next, it was the next story or sermon or teaching that Peter did. Mm-hmm. And that Paul and then that Mark just connected them with the word immediately. It's like on uh, Princess Bride when um, sorry for the inside joke for those of you that <laughs> haven't watched Princess Bride, but um, Paul, uh, but when he keeps saying inconceivable, inconceivable, right? And I don't think that word means what you think it means. I don't think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> immediately, I don't think that word means what you think it means, Mark. Anyway, just an easy way for him to connect the thoughts. And to keep us moving forward, right as we go through it, we did a lengthy study on Mark. I think it was on Wednesday nights, and it may have been before we were recording Wednesday nights. I don't know. We have to go back and look. Mm, we got we at least got part of it. I know okay. that we were. I don't. We it, it wouldn't be video, but it would be audio. Should be somewhere on our website. Yeah, that was the first time the church realized what they'd gotten into was Wednesday night when I was when I took like two years to uh, get through the Book of Mark. But it was also, I mean, it was also a training in um, uh, hermeneutics. Hermeneutics. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was fantastic. Mm. I really enjoyed that series. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, I want a church full of people who all know how to study the Bible. That that would be fantastic. Yeah, great. Um, okay, so so spoiler alert here. I'm going to reference Mark one seven as Mark's advent. And he preached, saying, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the strap of whose sandals I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie. This would be mm. a great um, a great Sunday to talk about how, um, you know, Advent, Adventus mm-hmm. means the, like the arrival, arrival the coming. The right. coming. Um, and a lot of times people are, um, what, what the Advent season is, um, because the Advent season is not only supposed to point us to the how Christ came as a child before, but that He is coming again. Right. If you if you're not talking about in the Advent season that Christ is coming again, then you're missing about half of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, okay, I mentioned before I got interrupted with my funny the little funny thing that I kept running into online. I mentioned it to you guys, but podcasters haven't heard this. Is when I started researching the Advent in Mark. Yeah. I kept coming to things that indicated to me that people were teaching the book of Mark the second week of Advent. Right. Over and over again, it kept having some reference to like 
Advent 2 or Second Advent or whatever, and I just was not piecing together that what they were talking about was the Second Advent. Right, the Second Coming. The Second Coming of Jesus. And it, it, yeah. and it was just like, I mean, it's cute that they're all going to Mark 13 to discuss the Advent, but I'm not... What does that have to do with peace? What does that have to do with... What does that have to do with hope? Yeah, hope or whichever one it is, <laughs> whichever right? Whichever one. Whichever one you're talking about. And and for I don't know why it took me so long to piece together in my brain, oh, they're, they're talking about the second Advent, not yeah. the second week of Advent, the second Advent. So yeah. that's going to come up a lot, obviously, this Sunday, obviously, as well. So what the, what the Advent a lot of times is, or the Advent season a lot of times is... Um, um, oh my gosh, compared to um, what it's related to um, is the uh, preparation for the coming of a child. Um, obviously, because mm-hmm. right. Jesus came as a child the first time, right. but also in the sense of even now, as we're not waiting for Jesus to come as a child, we're waiting to, for him to come on the clouds, back of the horse, tattooed leg, all right. of that stuff, like big, bold Jesus, King Jesus. Um, right. uh but that that right now we're experiencing the birth pains of um, that that we're we're waiting and all you know there's there's just this constant groaning of of mm. he's coming and and it's it's not quite here yet and if if this um, year could be compared to anything I feel like it's labor <laughs> <laughs> can we just get this over with mm-hmm. let's, let's let's get to to twenty twenty one born. Yeah, born. So one seven is a is you know a great reference to the the coming that will happen. Um, but then actually in Mark we have in Mark thirteen we have the uh, Jesus mm-hmm. you know flat out saying that he's coming again. Um, and so Mark thirteen twenty four through twenty seven, I imagine will also be making an appearance mm-hmm. in the sermon. You read it? Sure, I can read it. This is the Net Bible. Wow. So it may sound a little different than your ESV. But in those days, after that suffering, the sun will dark uh, will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light. The stars will be falling from uh, will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then everyone will see the Son of Man arriving in the clouds with great power and glory. Then he will uh, send an then he will send angels and they will gather his elect from the four winds from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heaven. Wow. He's coming. Mm-hmm. Told us it's right there. Hey, I recognize that phrase, son of man. <clears throat> it's almost like he had read Daniel. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, Paul? Uh, I was just going to jump ahead too. And then this is what we're supposed to do in 32. But concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the yeah. angels in heaven nor the sun, but only the Father. And then what do we do with that? Be on guard. Mm-hmm. Keep awake. Yeah, it's like a man going on a journey. Mm-hmm. When he leaves, he puts his servant in charge, each to his work. And so the doorkeeper is to stay awake. Therefore, stay awake. I mean, if there's anything in a message of preparation of Advent or remembering, what do we do for the second Advent? Mm, stay awake. Stop going to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So invest in coffee. <laughs> that, that that may not be the exact application Jesus had in mind. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it is. If you're sleeping, you're sinning. That's right. Wow. Um, no. My kids would be all for that. My little ones. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I know a couple. It is interesting. Dis- look, disruptors. Look at how often the word come there is in that 33, keep awake for you do not know when the time will come. 35, therefore stay awake for you do not know when the master of the house will come. Verse 36, lest he come suddenly and find you asleep. Like that, mm-hmm. those are all linked yep. to the Advent the concept. Advent coming. Stay yep. alert. Um, and that's a, by the way, that's military, as I understand it, that's military language. Yeah. The be on guard, watch, those are all um, stay awake. It's the idea of being some a, a guardman, being on watch, and you're not supposed to sleep no. when you're on watch. So, I mean, there's, again, talking about the immediacy, the like immediately that's happening. Um, there's actually there's actually a question in Mark um, because uh, of the way something is phrased, and I'd love to hear y'all's um, opinions on this. Okay. Um, before that, um, in before he, uh, we get to 32, actually in the parable of the fig tree, um, in 30, it's uh, he says, I tell you the truth that this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Mm-hmm. Heaven, and earth will, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. There's, there's there's a few ways to interpret that, mm-hmm. but you can't get around the fact that he said that this generation will not pass away. Um, so and that could be confusing to someone because mm-hmm. this was written and this happened 2,000 years ago. That generation sure has passed. Did we miss it? So, yeah, there's probably a couple of different things that happened that, when you're trying to reconcile what it really means this to take place or to have happen, this Greek word mm-hmm. genitai, um, some, some point to this generation just means the entire Jewish race. Yeah. And so that they're expanding it of saying that before the Jewish race, this will happen. Right. And that of course then is ongoing beyond one person's death. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, I guess it is, it is permitted in the connotation of genitai that this means has come into existence, almost as in this would be translated, has begun to come into existence. Mm, That this would be like how it started will start with this generation, even if it doesn't conclude in this generation. Yeah. But in in essence it's a it's a waiting that is an is communicated to be again more active of like this is still your time Mm -hmm. even in waiting for another time. Mm -hmm. Not this isn't about you. It's all about the future. Just wait. You got no role in this. You got nothing to play. But no, this begins, even in this generation, this begins with you. Right. And this is active, but then it also continues beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, certainly doesn't have to be that it it finishes in this generation, that this is all completed in this generation. I mean, that's um, what it, 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 it does. I, and this is why I'm asking this, because it does, at least in English, appear to say that. Yeah. Right. And, you, and so I just want to yeah. throw that out there for, for anybody who's watching or watching, who's listening, who's like, uh, it's a similar confusing. passage in Matthew. Um, where is it in Matthew? When Jesus says, truly, I say to you, there are some Matthew 16. Truly, I say to you, there are some who are standing here will not taste death until they see the son of man coming in his kingdom. And those are similar concepts, similar passages. Mm-hmm. And so, I actually got asked this by an atheist. Oh, who's on Kevin East's podcast, the first half of which just released this week. Cool. So it's the um, Following to Lead. I think it's the, his name of his podcast. 
That sounds like Kevin. <laughs> um, so it'll have <clears throat> it'll have my conversation with an atheist guy for the next two weeks, I think. But so we talked about this passage. One is one way of understanding this is that this is before the transfiguration, mm-hmm. and that the transfiguration is essentially the fulfillment of this. They are seeing yeah. Jesus in His glory, um, the fulfillment of the kingdom in that. Mm. Um, one is that this is about uh, the resurrection from the dead, like that that they're going to see these miracles, not the final one, but they will see versions of it like Jesus before, during that generation. So the fulfillment of this in Jesus is happens right. during this generation, and many people will see it. Mm. But that's the actual fulfillment of all of this. Um, one is uh, some people think the ascension is what's being talked about here, that mm-hmm. they will see the ascension, um, whether it's, the, um, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place or until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom, that, that that's about the ascension, um, uh, that this is all about the destruction of Jerusalem, yeah. the judgment on Jerusalem, which is going to happen in AD Again, right before he talks about the arrival of the Son of Man, he talks about the abomination of desolation and right. run as soon as you see it, that all that stuff, and there's going to be false messiahs. Yeah. Um, all of that could be referring to. Absolutely. I mean, it's it certainly is at least referring to those. Yeah. Whether it's that's the final one or not, it certainly includes those. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite theories is the one that you find at the end of the book of John, mm-hmm. when John has this, this this funky little conversation about that Jesus Jesus had told John that he would not die until Jesus came back, and and John clarifies that's that's not what he said. He just Asked a rhetorical question: What is it to you if, right? That's what yeah. Jesus asked. But there's there actually is a legend that John is still wandering around. I am. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's just legend though. Ooh, I just said <laughs> I am. Okay, so yeah. sorry. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, um, Yeesh. and and that the Apostle John is still wandering around the world somewhere. It'd be interesting. It's, that's again, that's one of those funky, fun like. Is he the Highlander? It, <laughs> yeah, anyway, a um, couple other uh, things that have been speculated um, inside of this is the, um, I'm reading from a translation guide here. Um, generation, uh, when he says generation, he may, may mean this type of generation. Um, and it refers to the uh, wickedness of humanity. That feels like a stretch to me, but I mean, it, it's not a stretch that humanity is wicked. Um, but, um, that's that's a weird thing. And the other one that it has in here is is just referring to, um, it, it when it says this generation, it means the generation that sees the signs of the end, meaning that uh, mm-hmm. that all these things are going to happen really quickly. Like they're going or to within one generation, they're going to happen immediately, right? One <laughs> yeah. after the other, um, in inside of one generation. I mean, all of these things are, um, I think, possible. Um, representations of what it is um and it is you know coming out of daniel um studying daniel i think we should all be at least at least at this point a little more comfortable with the mystery yeah absolutely it is it is interesting and it is totally understandable when people ask questions like i mean i consider that an excellent question it's a good question and when you look at it in the english at the at the just the base definition it is it is hard to read that and go 
the the final answer that I always give with some of these is like, okay, so clearly Mark didn't have a problem with it, right? Matthew didn't. Matthew didn't go, but wait, let me let me correct that. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa! Like it didn't happen. Like it's supposed to have happened. Here I am, thirty years later. I'm you know the verge. I'm. They didn't have a the first the first Christians who read this did not. They didn't throw out their Bibles and be like, you know what? Well, I guess I'm done. Jesus, Jesus said this was going to happen. The idea is they understood it in a way that did not trouble them. Right. And it may just be we don't have the right context for understanding. I mean, this could have easily been an idiom, a phrase like this generation will not pass away. Well, it could easily been an idiom that meant something. It's raining cats and dogs. And you go, well, he said it'd be cut, there'd be animals falling out of the sky and there aren't. But, and I feel like if Mark, if the book of Mark tells you nothing else, it's that the disciples got real used to not understanding everything Jesus was saying. That's true too. Oh yeah, that's all. It's going to make sense. It just doesn't yet. Right. Yep. I'm used to that now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that is that is part of following a rabbi. And you don't always understand what they're doing or why they're doing it. And understanding that following. Jesus, um, so many times is is going to be a an exercise in. Um, oh yeah, he said it was going to happen like that, and then I just wasn't patient enough. Right, didn't understand it, didn't get it. That's those are important for sure. So definitely, we will be looking at. By the way, John the Baptist, who does link all four gospel advents. Mm-hmm. So of all the things that don't show up in all four Gospels, Man, John I, the Baptist does. John the Baptist, that I, is... I feel like he gets he's underrated. Uh, absolutely. He's had, I mean, that that guy's... Uh, he's got a heck of a story there. And, you know, the no, no man born of woman greater than John mm-hmm. coming from the lips of the Messiah himself. Mm-hmm. We get so little, and it's all strange to us. Yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 intrigued. We'll unpack John for sure Sunday. We'll unpack the idea of Jesus coming into his ministry, which is what John the Baptist's role was, mm-hmm. and then we will unpack Jesus coming back for the second advent. Those those I think that'll take up plenty of time. Those three right there. Absolutely. I'm I'm not worried about you filling your time. Yeah. It turned. It, that doesn't ever seem to be the problem. Um, no, and then we're going to do, try to do Hanukkah stuff on Wednesday. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So when you're, when this is released, it'll be that night. Yeah. Which we're also trying to live stream that. So if you're listening to this early enough in the morning, we are going to try to live stream, uh, the Wednesday night service that's happening it's not going to. It's really going to be about Hanukkah. We're not really doing. No, we're not. Hanukkah. We're not doing a Hanukkah service. We're going to talk about Hanukkah. We're going to uh, explain some things about Hanukkah and about how um, this uh, holiday um, is uh, something that we can learn from as Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, not expecting everybody to go out and buy dreidels and menorahs and right do Hanukkah next year. I but mean, jelly donuts. Yes, sure. No, absolutely. There will be jelly donuts too. There are also going to be some other filled donuts because getting 10 dozen jelly donuts was a feat. 
Very cool. Hard, you got a hard job. I do have a hard job. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> Paul. I think Paul's heart's going out to you. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> but we're in for a, um, yeah, we're in for a fun time of it. And it's going to be um, exciting to see what God teaches us all through it. Right? It's kind of what we're doing here. Anyway, thanks for joining us. We'll see you on Sunday.